The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. I'd like to call to order the uh, council meeting for May 23rd. If we could have our roll call, please. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> distracted by um, Council Member Brown. Here. Council Member Daniels. Present. Council Member Garza. Council Member Hussein. Council Member Jackson. Present. Council Member Spadafore. Present. Council Member Spitzley. Here. Council Member Wood. Here. There are six <clears throat> members present a quorum. Council Members. Excuse me, Garza and Hussein are absent. And both of those, we will be having an excused absence later in the meeting. Um, at this time, we um, have our meditation and Pledge of Allegiance. Before we stand for the meditation, if we could have uh, Captain Rodney Anderson please come down to the podium. Captain Anderson. Good evening, council members. Um, thank you for the time uh, at the podium this uh, afternoon or evening. Um, I'd like to uh, have everyone share with me a moment of silence. Um, on behalf of the Lancet Police Department, uh, we had a family member, uh, part of our department, that passed away um, in a cra traffic crash on 496 uh, in near Walnut yesterday. Um, her name was Catherine. Honeycutt, and if, if we could have at this time a moment of silence for her, please. Thank you. Is there anyone else that has a moment of silence at this time? Seeing none, if we could all please rise. Thank you. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Again, on behalf of uh, Ms. Honeycutt's family, her husband, uh, and her co-workers, thank you. Thank you. And uh, we have for your approval the council proceedings of May 9th. Council Member Spadafore. Madam Vice President, I move the proceedings from May 9th, 2022 as printed. We have a motion on the minutes. Are there any questions or concerns? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Passes unanimously. And we are to table items. We have the uh, budget amendment. Uh, Council Member Spadafore. Uh, Madam President, I remove the item be removed from the table, place before the body. We have a motion to remove from the table. All those, are there any questions? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Passes unanimously. Council Member Spadafore. Madam President, I move that the fiscal year 2021-22 budget amendment be discharged to the Committee on Ways and Means. We have a motion that this be referred to Ways and Means. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Passes unanimously. Thank you. Okay, we are to special ceremonies. We have a uh, presentation of the Lansing Police Department introduction of new officers and new social workers. 
if you could please come um, into the well and Captain Anderson will have you at the mic to begin with and introduce our our new officers and social worker you could all right come right into the well all the way in yep all the way in have you go around the the horseshoe here No, nope, we'll have you right up here at the mic in, in the well, uh, Captain. Oh. Yep, we're going to make you front and center. Okay, right there at that microphone, and if you can speak right into it, we're good. Captain.
Thank you very much. We appreciate the opportunity for not only council but for the public to see our new hires as they come forward. I think this is a great opportunity um, to, to have those classes in front of us so that we can see that we are uh, filling those vacancies as, um, as we move forward. So thank you very much. Um, our next, next special ceremony is a tribute in recognition of the Cristo Rey Fiesta. And that would be Councilmember Daniels. And is that something that the mayor's office has as well? Oh, all right. Thank you. We have a motion to move the resolution. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Passes unanimously. Guillermo. Yes. Thank, thank you. Yes, yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. We are to comments by council members and the city clerk. There are comments by council members. Uh, council member Daniels. All right, just a few. First, I want to thank everybody that came out to my constituent uh, coffee hour on Saturday. It was great to see everybody. Uh, the next one will be June 25th, uh, 10 a.m., same place, Rio Town Depot. 
Um, uh, the Allen Farmers Market is on Wednesday, uh, 2.30 to 7 p.m., inside and outside under the mural. And the Eastside uh, Neighborhood Organization meeting will be June 1st at 7 p.m. at Foster and via Zoom. Um, and there will be no June or July or August uh, E&O meeting. And then Summerfest, uh, the Eastside Summerfest will be August 20th. Okay, are there other council members? Council Member Brown. I uh, just wanted to congratulate Endeavor House Ministries. We went to their, uh, myself and uh, Council President Adam Hussein, as well as Council uh, Men Brian Daniels, uh, went to their mortgage burning ceremony. Uh, so they were having their home free and clear. Endeavor House Ministries has a transitional home for people coming out of uh, addiction and uh, going into recovery. Uh, as well as they were uh, beginning a new home called Angie's House um, to start working with uh, women. So it was a great time to um, see many community stakeholders, including uh, the Southside uh, Community Coalition, uh, was present as well. And so it was a wonderful event, um, doing great work in the community. Thank you. Councilmember Jackson. Just wanted to congratulate Lansing Parks and Recreation on another successful sports season. They wrapped up youth soccer this year. Uh, they played most of the games at Davis Park. And um, there's an, a great need for volunteers and coaches and referees, so much that they had to keep uh, the numbers limited to how much it could hold. So the kids are anxious and eager to get out there after having a few years off. and. Um, Mark Sanford with the Lifetime Sports and Brett says she once again did a great job. So thank you to them. Thank you. Councilmember uh, Spitzley. Thank you, Madam Vice President. That brings up a good um, a comment is that summer's coming. And you know, we are always looking for summer help um, to do um, summer programs for the city of Lansing. Um, so I encourage those folks who are watching or if you have children um, and you want to get them out of the house and get them a great summer job to um, go on the Parks and Rec webpage because they're in desperate need of paid summer work this summer. Also the same uh, with you know the YMCA. There are lots of summer jobs, but particularly for the Parks and Rec, they really need people this summer. Thank you. Thank you. Are there any other council comments? Seeing none. Uh, thank you. Uh, Vice President Wood, uh, just uh, do want to mention that we have elections coming up August and November. Um, and we do now have the online absentee ballot application is available. You can go to lansingvotes.com. There's a link there for vote at home. Uh, you can apply electronically as long as you have a Michigan ID or driver's license. Uh, we will be sending out paper applications later, um, or you can print off your own application from there. There's still plenty of time, but I just want to give the early heads up. And uh, in addition to that, we will be sending out um, new uh, voter information cards to voters with their new polling places and voting districts uh, that will be in place for this August and November election. Um, and with that, we are to community event announcements. If anyone in the audience has a community event, we'll give you one minute to tell us the details. Loretta is coming down. Hi, just wanted to remind people, the Friends of Lansing's Historic Cemeteries will be at the ceremony on Saturday at noon in Little Arlington at uh, Evergreen Cemetery. We'll be presenting a fresh floral tribute wreath in honor and memory of all those who passed away in service of the country. We invite you to join us noon, Little Arlington, Evergreen Cemetery.
Thank you. Thank you. Other community events? All right, seeing none, I will announce uh, the, that we will, in about a minute, close the sign-up for speaker registration for public comment. That is the blue sign-in sheet in the back uh, with uh, Suella. Uh, can help you get that filled out, uh, but we need you to do it in the next minute or so, and that would be for items 5 through uh, 21 on the printed agenda. And uh, with that, we are to the mayor's comments. And who is going to be making the mayor's comments? Okay. All right, then we are to um, public comment on legislative matters, and as I indicated, that includes items 5 through 21. Uh, items 5 and 6 are public hearings that I'll read into the record. Uh, item 5, uh, special assessment for the principal shopping district role for fiscal year 2022 to 2023. And, uh, item 6 is a noise special permit for the Michigan Department of Transportation uh, for construction of the horse Brook Creek culvert replacement. Uh, Councilmember Spitzley. Thank you, Madam President. Um, what we have before us is um, a, a special assessment for the principal shopping district, which is uh, primarily includes downtown and Old Town. Um, it's a it's a review of the assessments. Um, one of the things that um, we there is um, an increase in the assessment. Another thing is they are, um, as you look at, um, in the past they've done the assessments on just the um, commercial first floor. They are looking to also do assessments for um, the residential above. The, the, the renters won't be paying it's for the property owners. So there will, there will be a, a, a slight increase in the assessment based on um, whether or not there is resident or occupancy in the floors above the commercial um, on the um, on the ground floor, um, I think that's it. With that, um, we start the, the public hearing. All right. Our um, next public hearing is the special noise permit from the Michigan Department of Transportation, and we have Trevor Block and Chris uh, Glembell. If I'm pronouncing the name correctly. If not, you can correct me. If you could please come um, into the well here and sit at the um, table there. If you'd make sure that the light is on and the green light is on. And um, if you would, uh, yeah, right there, good. Um, and then if you could please explain to us um, the need for uh, this noise waiver and what it entails. Yep. Uh, well, thank you, council members, for your time tonight. Uh, we have a project on Grand River Avenue, just about a, a mile east of the airport. Um, there's a culvert under the roadway right now that needs to be replaced, so we're going to be doing that. Uh, part of it is to, we have to install some temporary pipes underneath the road, so we have to close down the road for seven days is what we're giving the contractor to do that. Um, and on pro projects, we have the possibility of running into things underground that we don't know are there. Sometimes there's uh, abandoned utilities, things like that, that we might not know about that's under there right now. Um, the contractor's confident they can get it done um, in the time frame that we've set up for them. Um, but 
if we have the roadway closed, we would just like to have as much flexibility as possible um, in our work schedule to be able to get the work done and get the road open to traffic. So, um, you know, we submitted this uh, noise waiver request. Um, if 24 hours a day would be possible during that time, that'd be great. We could get it done as fast as possible. Um, looking at traffic as, you know, our concern and obviously your residence is your concern. We'd just like to uh, bring it to your attention. Um, and at a minimum, we would like to do it on Saturday and Sunday at least, um, you know, kind of workday hours um, for that work because we'd already have the road closed. And um, I think that uh, just having an open hole with no work going on would be a little bit more um, uneasy for the residents than maybe the noise during the day on Saturdays and Sundays. So I did um, submit it for two weeks um, in case we ran into something bad that, you know, that's why I was looking for the additional duration there. So, but um, the schedule holds them to seven days as, as expected. Okay. Councilmember Spitzley has a question. Well, that was going to be my question as I'm looking at the, um, the ordinance you're asking for 13 days mm -hmm. or two weeks versus the seven days that you're saying that you need. And that's just for unforeseen delays or yeah, I would really not like to get into something that we would um, be having that closed for an extended duration. You know, if we got to the point where it was kind of in a, an emergency fix that we didn't know about and it lasted more than seven days, I'd like to not have to stop working to get it taken care of. And you're also proposing to work 24 hours on the weekends as well? Well, that was... Um, I guess, you know, kind of shooting high there. We, the contractor's not intending to work at night. They, they're submitting their, for day work. Um, so our, our plan was to just kind of hold on to that information. And if they fell behind schedule, needed to get it open quicker, then we could allow them to work at night. Is there a way, if you are going to work at night, that you would, is there a way for you to notify the residents or... I, I'm just trying to figure out. I mean, it's on the weekends. That's that's a lot mm -hmm. um, for for 24-hour no, um, noises. So I'm just I'm just asking: is you don't anticipate it? You just want to have that flexibility? Is that what I'm understanding? Correct. Yeah. The yeah the contractors made no indication that they plan on working at night or plan on. Um, I think they'd like to work on Saturday and Sunday. Um, but they have no intention of working at night. And we do have a mail list for all the. Uh, nearby residents that you know we could at least uh come up with a way before the project started to uh get better contact information for them if um we needed to alert them in short notice and just one last thing madam vice president i i understand that you say you don't intend to work at night but you're asking for 8 p.m to 7 a.m a waiver right i'm sorry what did i miss so are you are you asking for that or that's what I'm asking? Well, I, I submitted the noise waiver request okay. for for the twenty four seven. Okay. Um, if it wasn't for that no Saturday and Sunday, if that would be allowable, that would be great. Yeah. Um, to work, you know, eight to eight on Saturday. Okay. Um, ten to Thank seven you. or something on Sunday. Thank you. I apologize. I no was confused there. Thank you. Councilmember Spadafore. So I just want to get clear. The plan is to do this all during normal noise hours, but in case you run into issues, you needed the flexibility to get it done in that period of time faster. Correct. Our contract with the contractor states that they have to work within the normal construction timeframes in the 
you know, city ordinance. But you can then, if we grant the waiver, you have the flexibility to grant them permission if they run into issues to get it done on time rather than delay the project. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Other questions? Again, just for clarification, you have not, this is not written into the contract that they would be working 24 hours, correct? Correct. Okay. And so the most that you're looking for right now is to be able to work on Saturday and Sunday. At a, I'd say at, like a, at a minimum, Saturday and Sunday, okay. yeah. I, I'd, I'd hate to have a hole in the road with no work going on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, with that, I think that answers um, those questions. And um, you're more than welcome to stay and listen to any public comment um, that we have from the audience. There were a number of emails that my understanding um, that you received uh, from uh, Andy Kilpatrick that has uh, transmitted those um, to you. So with that, we'll go on to public comment. Okay, we have Sean Dyer followed by uh, actually the two gentlemen that are sitting here. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean and then. <laughs> and again, this is public comment, so Sean will make his comments. If you want to talk to him afterwards, that's fine, but this is his opportunity so thank you okay first off I'd like to thank everybody for your time um, I know I reached out to several of you and had uh, and had great discussions with you and uh, and I sincerely appreciate uh, you know you engaging me and uh, and talking to me about this I apologize I'm not a public speaker so I may not be as uh, good at this as you guys are um, I'm simply a concerned resident um, the construction project uh, that everybody's talking about here um, is right in behind my house. Um, it has gone on since last fall. They started working on it, um, taking trees down. Uh, they do say that they have a mailing list, but there was not one single resident notified that this construction was taking place at all. The lot in particular that they are using as their staging ground is privately owned, and they also failed to notify the actual property owner that they were going to cut all the trees down, put in a telephone pole, install a road, and literally destroy the property. I, I know if any of you guys have looked at the emails that were received, there was a, a link on the very end of that email that showed pictures of what it looks like. This is a corner that is not only a major intersection of Delta River and Grand River, it is also a major thoroughfare coming into the city. Anybody that stops in the airport and then comes into downtown is driving right by that corner. Anybody that comes off 96 and 69 to come into Lansing is driving by that corner. Right now, it, it's dirt. Ironically, there's a cleanup sign amongst all of it. <laughs> but I, I think that asking the construction go on 24 hours a day, seven days a week is just a bit much of an ask. And I know that you're saying that, that that's just a worst case scenario. But, it, I mean, worst case scenario, what if all of a sudden you guys have to do that for two weeks straight? You know, there are a number of people in that neighborhood. There's kids, there's retirees, there's people like me that wake up at six in the morning every day to work, you know? And, and I actually work servicing municipalities all over the Midwest and all over the country, you know? So, so it's not like it's, it's just impacting a couple people, you know? And, and I understand that, you know, facility upgrades need to happen. You know, we need infrastructure upgrades and, and updates and stuff like that for this whole thing to work. 
but I just ask that it be done during reasonable time of day. And I also ask that steps be taken to ensure that MDOT restores that area um, at least a close to, to what it used to look like. I mean, you know, first impressions are everything. And when you come into the city and you see a dirt lot that is now just gathering trash, you know, and, and it has been. It's been over six months that you guys have been working on this, and we see little to no movement on it. You know, they, they cut all the trees down. They left them scattered all over the place. There's, that's created a situation because they didn't properly dispose of it where people are coming and harvesting the wood at all times of the day and night, weekends. You know, I'm sure they're not contractors of any sort. And, and it's just, it, I feel that this has been managed very haphazardly and there has been absolutely no communication with the residents in that area with the exception of this noise ordinance waiver notice, which I believe is required by law. And that's, that's what I have. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you very much, sir. All right, and I assume you two are good with what you already said, so uh, our next speaker is Chuck uh, Schofield. Hi, my name is Chuck Schofield. Um, I represent uh, OMA McPat LLC and also 101 South Washington Development. This is more about the, uh, the, the principal shopping district. Um, item number five on there. Um, we have submitted a letter of uh, appeal for, the, for this. Um, hopefully you've received it. Um, just wanted to say a few words that we really feel like this is an antiquated, kind of outdated form of uh, taxation and we feel like it's a, it's a double taxation now for the, the bottom line results we're getting from Principal Shopping District and, and Downtown Lansing Inc. Um, we really don't feel like that there's a lot of results coming from Downtown Lansing Inc. And we're, we feel like that what their charter is right now is really just the maintenance of downtown. And what do we pay our regular taxes for? It seems like that's more of a, um, when it comes down to it, the Department of Public Service should be handling that. So um, just wanted to uh, make sure that everyone knew that they got the letter. Um, thank you for letting me speak at this, um, at, the, at the session here, and I uh, just wanted to be heard. Thank, thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Okay, I also want to indicate for the record that we received several written communications uh, regarding the noise uh, special permit that will be made part of the permit record, as well as uh, an appeal of the special assessments uh, role for the fiscal year. Um, and with that, we are to the referral of public hearings. The first public hearing on the PSD will go back to city operations. The second public hearing on the noise waiver will also go back to city um, operations. Yes, Council Member Spadafore. Just wanted to note that the next city operations meeting is June 7th at 4.30. For everyone's uh, edification, that's June 7th at 4.30 for both of those items, the noise waiver and the PSD assessment. Council Member Spitzley. What he said. Oh, all right, thank <laughs> you. Okay, we are to uh, the consent agenda. Uh, Council Member Spadafore. Madam President, um, I move that the consent agenda be approved as amended minus item seven, the rec tribute and recognition of Crystal Ray Fiesta 
to include the tribute and recognition of Claude Brown's 100th birthday, tribute and recognition of June 3rd, 2022 as National Gun Violence Awareness Day. Item 10, polling place changes, establishment of voting locations for all precinct. Item 11, community funding, progressive empowerment, education resource services for the Juneteenth celebration. Number 12, community funding for the Village Lansing for their Father's Day Peace Picnic. Number 13, the fireworks display license for the Lansing Lugnuts and Pyrotechnic Fireworks, Inc. at Jackson Field, 505 East Michigan Avenue on various dates. As well as number 14, fireworks display license, Pyrotechnic Fireworks, Inc. for the City of Lansing's Independence Day celebration. And number uh, 15, reappointment of Jody Washington as the first board member of the Human Relations and Community Services Advisory Board for a term to expire June 30th. 2025, and finally, the grant acceptance of the Eviction Diversion Initiative. Okay, we have a motion for the consent agenda. Any questions? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Passes unanimously. Okay, we are to item 17, uh, the appointment of Emily Linden to the Fodder Park Zoo Board. Council Member Spitzley. Thank you, Madam Vice President. Um, what we have before us is uh, an appointment of Ms. Emily Linden to the as an um, to the Lansing member of the Potter Park Zoo Board for a term to expire on December 31st. Um, Ms. Linden is currently uh, working for the City of Lansing, and she disclosed that, um, and so and that's been cleared. Um, she um, uh, this was her first choice to be on the Potter Park Zoo. Um, and she, um, see, with that, I think I'm just going to move the, move the resolution. All right. We have a motion before us. Are there any questions or concerns? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Passes unanimously. And, um, Emily, if you could please come up, the, um, clerk is going to swear you in. Councilmember Spitzley. Thank you, Madam Vice President. Um, the next one is the appointment of Paul Dripcat as Dripcheck as the fourth member of the Human Relations and Community Services Advisory Board for a term to expire June 30th, 2024. Mr. Dripcat has a great resume. Um, his first choice was to serve on the Human Relations and Community Services Board. He has a master's in social work and a bachelor's in science and psychology from Michigan State University. Um, we had a very good discussion with Mr. Dripchak during committee um, and about his um, you know, excitement to be on the board, um, how he felt that his uh, social work degree would be um, a great asset, asset um, to serve. Um, and with that, I move the resolution. We have a motion on the resolution. Are there any questions? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Passes unanimously. I do not believe he is here. Is no. that correct? Nope. No. 
So um, he will be sworn in in the clerk's office. Councilmember Spitzley. Thank you, Madam Vice President. Who we have before us is the appointment of Frank Lee as an at-large member of the Human Relations and Community Services Advisory Board for a term to expire June 30th, 2023. Mr. Lee is... Um, recent resident within you know not recent but he has moved here from um, out of state um, he was a, a small business owner um, he has a master's in business administration um, during um, the review um, expressed a desire to serve the city of Lansing um, having discussions with him we felt that again his master's of business administration would be a great asset for um, the Human Relations and Community Services Board. And with that, I move the resolution. We have a motion on the resolution. Are there any questions or concerns? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Passes unanimously. And I do not believe uh, Mr. Lee is here either. Okay. Oh, Madam Vice President, if I may, both were invited. In, in that, that's fine. Okay. Okay. Item 20, uh, setting a show cause hearing for 3337 Viking Road. Councilmember Daniels. Thank you, Madam Vice President. So before us, we have uh, the make safer demolish request uh, for 3337 Viking Road. Uh, the house was originally red tagged uh, May 10th, 2019, and went before the Lansing Demolition Board April 22nd, 2021. And then this past week was uh, was moved through uh, public safety, uh, and now sits before you. They have they pulled permits in 19 and in 2020, and have yet to do any work or communicate again with the city. And so, with that, I'd like to move the resolution setting a show cause hearing for June 13th. Thank you. We have a motion before us. Are there any questions? Seeing none. All those in favor, say aye. 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 Opposed passes unanimously. Okay, we are to ordinances for introduction. We have, and uh, Councilmember Wood introduced an ordinance of the City of Lansing, Michigan to amend the Lansing codified ordinances by amending chapter 1460 section one and the International Property Maintenance Code adopted by reference to provide for issuance of trash, trash, weed and grass violation notices and compliance orders and that uncorrected violence, violations are nuisances and provide an appeals process and permit the city to abate uncorrected violations and recover costs. This ordinance is read a first time by its title and referred to the Committee of the Whole. Is that correct? Committee on Public Safety. Public Safety. I would uh, pass the gavel. Councilmember Wood. Uh, thank you, uh, Councilmember uh, Spadafore. Um, what we have before us is an amendment to um, our um, housing code uh, resolution or ordinance. Um, the purpose of this is currently if um, we have um, trash that's in the backyard, um, we can obtain a administrative um, search warrant to be able to go into the backyard to clean up um, unnecessary trash or grass and weeds. Uh, the problem that has arisen is when a property is in question of ownership, then we have the difficulty of trying to track down an, uh, an owner to serve them with the proper um, documentation. 
in order to allow us to abate that um, nuisance. So what this ordinance does is gives um, us the ability to move forward on that. So we would be setting the public hearing for June uh, 13th. And with that, I would move setting the public hearing. That is a proper motion. Is there any further discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 All those opposed, please say nay. Motion carries. The gavel is yours. Thank you, Councilmember Spadafore. Okay, we are to speaker registration for public comment on city government related matters. That is the yellow sheet in the back with Suella. And uh, if you would like to address the council, you'll have up to three minutes, uh, but you need to get that uh, submitted within the next uh, 15 seconds. You need to jump up. <laughs> uh, and otherwise, we are to reports of city officers, boards, and commissions. Councilmember Spadafore. Madam Vice President, I move that all items be considered and as being read in full and that the proper referrals be made by you. Uh, we have a motion before us. Are there any questions or concerns? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Passes unanimously. Okay. Um, we have uh, from the city clerk, minutes of boards and commissions. Placed on file. And from the mayor, a ballot proposal to uh, amend the city charter to modify the requirements for serving on city boards, commissions, or committees. A committee of a whole. And we are to motion of excuse absence. Councilmember Spadafore. I move that we ex uh, excuse all, all members absent. We have a motion to excuse council members um, Garza and Hussein. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Passes unanimously. And we are to remarks by council members. Do we have any remarks by council members? Or the mayor? Do we have any from the mayor? No, thank you. Thank you, City Council. And just this is just to remind everyone that on Memorial um, Day, that on on Monday we our offices are closed as well as most all city offices. So I want to make that clear. And again, as was mentioned that Saturday before, we do have the memorial service that is held at um, Evergreen uh, Cemetery. So um, there's an opportunity for people to be um, involved in that. Okay, we're, we're to public comment on city government related matters. We have uh, Harshna, Kahal, followed by Michael Mercer. Or Marsha? I, I, the handwriting's a little. She's not here. Okay. okay. Uh, Michael Mercer. Here, I'd like to also say something that I forgot to say here a couple weeks ago when I was talking about those sidewalks when you were talking with Brett Kaczynski down here, the Parks and Rec Director, that who brought that up, how I knew it was not the citizen's responsibility to pay if it's caused by one of the trees in between street and sidewalk that is a city tree. It was um, Council Member Joan Bauer you remember her you were here you were an at-large council member she was an at-large council and so was Brian Jeffries and I remember she brought that up and that's how I know 
it is the city's responsibility because I remember back when the early 2000s when she was here before she got a job working at the Capitol that she said it's the city's responsibility but not the citizens and did you guys get those pictures of that I of course had taken here a couple of days go on the 21st and you see it's over there on the west side of town they're coming from that subdivision over in Eaton County which is considered Lansing which really to my opinion should be considered Delta Township but anyhow Glenburn and Waverly they were coming on over to the Churchill Downs subdivision in Lansing and on that um, bike trail on Waverly Road, which is illegal for those motors, those type of motorcycles, are, it's illegal to ride on the sidewalk, like it's illegal on the bike trails downtown Lansing. They get away with it all the time, it seems like. And on top of that, a couple weeks ago when I gave you the ones doing the wheelie over there on what is it, Glenbrook and Deerfield? You should put those um, speed bumps in the subdivision so kids and anybody riding those things won't go that fast, is what they are doing. 45, 50 mile an hour, that's too darn fast in a subdivision. A subdivision is what, 25 mile an hour? You should put those speed bumps in so they won't go that fast in those subdivisions. And they're not going on the bad roads like Deerfield that has so many potholes. They're going on those roads that don't have potholes like that. Um, Glenbrook don't have no, it's a road that don't have hardly any potholes. So I suggest you guys put those speed bumps so the people won't go that fast. Okay, thank you. That was our final speaker. Okay, with that, we are adjourned. 746.